0: Okay, K okay, my friends, here we go. Podcast number 308 entitled The Perfect Bag. This podcast was inspired with my conversation with G. Mark Phillips uh yesterday at the coffee shop, as was the prior podcast called The Tax Whisperer. Uh, that's, a great, <laughs> that's a great podcast and a great story, but you know, he knows I'm going to Nepal. We were talking about that. Um, I've been talking a long time about posting travel videos, uh, vlogging, you know, that I take a lot of content when I'm out there. I do a lot of video. Um, I've done a number of podcasts about all my international travels. And, uh, so yeah, he was just asking me about traveling and he's like, well, you know, what, uh, what are you taking when you go international travel? And, um, I was like, well, you know what? This year I've totally switched it all up. Uh, last year I took, um, last year I took, uh, I I got an Osprey bag. That my, my brand tends to be Osprey. I have a number of their bags, but I got the Porter Forty Six, which is a great travel bag. Uh, it's big enough to carry a lot. It can still be carry on. I think if I really stuff it, it's going to have to be uh, baggage, but. Uh, it, you know, the, the straps hide away and it turns into like a, a duffel bag or a suitcase, you know, but then it's also got straps so I can put it on my back. And then my smaller Osprey daylight pack, my 18, uh, millimeter, 18 liter pack can snap into the front. So it works out really well. um, but I told Mark I had to switch it up for a number of reasons, and one is that my arms are still kind of injured, uh, and I've, I've done a number of podcasts about that. Uh, they feel generally okay, but I don't necessarily want to push it carrying that porter. I just remember coming back from Nepal last year, that porter 46 was super heavy, uh, and then I'm not always carrying it on my back. i got to just carry it in my hand. Uh, And I got a suitcase, so, uh, or I got another bag. So it just, you know, I was like, you know what, this year I need to try uh, some kind of roller suitcase, 360 roller suitcase. Um, And then I, you know, uh, last September when I went to Indiana for my nephew's wedding, my brother's son's wedding, and to visit my friends in Indiana, I took the porter, but my arms were still hurting and I didn't want to carry that thing back. So I ended up going to buy a suitcase and I got a really nice Samsonite. It's basically an American carry on. It's like 23 and a half by 15 by 10 or 11. You know, I mean, it's, it's small, but it's, I was like, oh, this is not as small as I want. What I'm really looking for is a pretty tiny suitcase. And, um, uh, talking to Mark about this, I'd mentioned, I was like, you know, what happened is I was like, I should really look at what Qatar Airlines, that's the, uh, Qatar, that's the airline I'm taking from Seattle to Doha and then to Kathmandu. So um, I've been flying on them. The, the I've been on them a couple times and I'm starting to really like them. I'm going on there. Uh, I'm going to use them again. Uh, There's a relationship with Alaska Airlines, who I use a lot and I have their credit cards, um, and Qatar Airlines. So uh, it's going to be a benefit because I can use my miles towards those international flights, which can get pretty expensive. But come to find out their carry-on suitcase size is not very big. Uh, Online, uh, it basically reads... Uh, A carry-on bag is uh, 20 by 15 by 10. Um, Or any combination that does not exceed 45 cubic inches, right? All the way around, length, width, and thickness. Basically, all of it together cannot be more than 45 inches. Um, So, you know, it could be 22 by... 13 by 10. I mean, that would work, but yeah, it's just kind of quirky, you know, and that's total length, not uh, suitcase uh, dimensions. It has to be the width, and then, you know, 360 roller wheels take up more space, um, and that's kind of the modern-day suitcase, so... Yeah, I kind of realized because I kind of realized that the suitcase that I was going to take would not make it on the plane. And I don't want to know when I get there in Seattle um, that I'm going to have to check a bag that wasn't ready to be checked because uh, Qatar Airline apparently charges a lot of money for that. And I want a smaller suitcase anyway because this time I'm traveling much lighter than I am than I did last year. Last year I took my computer. I took some extra computer equipment. I thought I was going to be doing more work but mm, really no. No. And I'm paring down kind of the amount of clothing that I'm taking and a number of other things. So, uh, yeah. And I just want to do carry-on. So now I find out that I got to get a new suitcase and you know that kind of threw a little wrench in things uh, last week because I stayed up late one work night just trying to find a suitcase online because the last thing I want to do is drive to a number of places to look for a suitcase and really that's what I should do because I need to be able to measure things because online the dimensions they give sometimes they don't say oh this is external total dimension or just compartment dimension. Um, and the suitcase that I really want, that I know will work, uh, happens to be 350 bucks. It's a very high-end, uh, suitcase, travel suitcase, but I'm not ready to drop, uh, 350 bucks on a suitcase when I already have a bit of luggage. Um, but I got that worked out. I got a, a Rockland, which is pretty highly rated, and it was on sale for 70 bucks. Got it on Amazon, so shipping was free. Uh, it's, Forty-four point five cubic inches. It's perfect. It's perfect, and I still have a little bit of room for stuff. You know, it actually. I'm I'm surprised. It, it worked out incredibly well. Incredibly well. Um. So you know, I was sharing that with Mark, and then I was like, well, the bigger issue is the kind of the personal item. You know, whether you know whatever that is for for a, a woman, it tends to be a purse. You know, for a man, it tends to be a briefcase, but sometimes for a woman, it's a briefcase, and sometimes for a man, it's a purse. So uh, let's not cling too much to biological gender statements here. It's just basically a personal item, uh, and personal items really can't be that big. And again, Qatar Airlines, you know, I've seen them weigh people's stuff and measure people's stuff and say, no, you can't, you can't have a purse. A carry on suitcase and uh, a tote bag full of food. Like that's three bags. And then they, they weigh them, right? And if you're overweight, Qatar Airlines charges a lot of money. So that's my whole reason for traveling light, and it's just a lot easier. I took kind of a third uh, little bag, and it really, I enjoyed having it uh, a lot, but I don't want to carry a third bag, you know? And I mean, I could put that bag inside. Last year, I took the Osprey Porter 46 and the Daylight Travel Pack, which, you know, that Daylight Travel Pack is pretty high-end, meaning it's 18 liters and uh, it's got an expandable pleat to 24 liters. Um, It's just not compartmentalized very well. That's my only real complaint about that. And then that's what we were talking about. Uh, that's what I was talking about with Mark. We're having this conversation about the perfect bag, and I was like, "Yeah, it's actually like it's a it's a it's a delusion. You know, it's an illusion. Like you can't really find the perfect bag. And and mostly I'm talking about a travel bag, uh, a personal travel bag, not not your total carry on bag, but." kind of a a secondary bag, your your personal item, or just even like a backpack, urban laptop backpack for running around town, that kind of thing. Uh, I remember a number of years ago, I was looking for a backpack and I was at REI and I basically was torn between a North Face, the North Face Recon and like the um, Osprey Nebula or something like that. They're all around, they were both around 30 liters, and they're both like urban laptop bags, which means they have a nice puffy sleeve for the bag, you know, uh, for your laptop, and then they're just highly compartmentalized, which is a great thing. You know, you got a lot of little pockets in there, and this kind of thing, and uh, that's one of the things I don't like about travel bags. Like, sometimes they're not very compartmentalized, it's just a couple of big bags, and that's you know, my one complaint about the spray Daylight, it's just, you know, it's a big compartment, you put stuff in it, and then it's got a smaller uh, pouch at the top where you can put other things, but there's no compartmentalization at all, not even for like a pen, you know? And, uh, and there's no external water bottle sleeves, right? That's another thing, which in the end, I mean, wasn't that bad, but uh, because generally I think... Th- Osprey comes as close as you can get to the perfect bag, okay. But let me get back to this story. I was in an REI and I was just going between these two bags. I was looking at other stuff, sizing, features, and I ran into a a friend of mine at work. This guy that I work with, um, and he's like, "Oh hey, Dro, what's going on?" I'm like, "Oh hey, man, what's happening?" Blah blah blah. I was like, "Yeah, I'm looking for I'm looking for the perfect bag," and then he just started laughing, like, and it was the kind of laugh that you hear it's kind of the laugh of acknowledgement, like, oh, <laughs> yeah, the perfect bag. He's like, you know, I used to work at REI, and I've spent a lot of time uh, in, uh, in the bag section, like that was kind of my jam, and and I've worked at other outdoor uh, stores, and he's like, there, you can't find the perfect bag. He's like, you can come pretty close, but basically, you know, you can find two bags that are pretty comparable, but then they'll have these small features. One will have one, one will not, you know, or something along that combination, or you don't like, you know, this one feature on this one, but you can't find it on the other one, or, you know, one is almost perfect, but doesn't have external water bottles, or it's got too, it's too compartmentalized, like it's too complex, and uh, he's like, yeah, basically you can't find the perfect bag. And Uh, you got to, you got to, you got to compromise somewhere. And he's like, the wiser thing to know is what do you not want? What are you willing to let go of? Like external water bottles or a third, like a meshed pouch in front or, you know, no compartmentalization. And, and it's interesting because I thought that was very good advice. Um, And in the end, in that at that time frame i ended up buying the north face recon which is a great backpack i almost took it as my spare my personal item backpack but one it's a little too big it's beautifully compartmentalized though oh my gosh i love that backpack Uh, my only real complaint about that backpack is it doesn't sit up and i like backpacks that sit up but nowadays they're not not too many backpacks actually will stand up on their own you got to kind of lay them down and again that's something it's an issue i have with the osprey uh, uh, bags they don't stand up on their own but other than that they're almost perfect like really the porter 46 wow and the, the daylight man it's a great bag uh, I was really impressed using it last year. Uh, and then I used that pleat. I got an extra six liters. I came in Phenom on a two and a half day trip to uh, from Kathmandu to Lumbini to go visit Buddha's birthplace. So that came in, I was really impressed. Um, but, uh, you know, that's when I kind of realized, I was like, I don't know if this bag is too big for a personal item even though it's just a backpack and you know you don't want to find that stuff out when you're about to board a plane internationally um, so and it's 31 liters like that's actually pretty big I'm like I don't really need that much space and I'm not taking a laptop but I like how compartmentalized it is uh, and then I was you know I mean of course I can take my uh, daylight bag it's 18 leaders up front expands into 26. Um, but I was like, you know what? It's just not that compartmentalized. Like, I I don't know, man, I want to try something different. Uh, I need a little more compartmentalization, but not a lot of compartmentalization. Like that's why I would like to take this recon. I, and I got a Nebula, uh, Osprey bag that I bought for podcasting. It's really just, it's totally, a. uh, a content influencer's travel bag. You know, it's really compartmentalized. It's got some kush on it. Uh, you can pack so much stuff in there, but it's 36 liters, you know. It's definitely not a second. Uh, it's not a personal item. I could take it just as a carry-on, but I can't carry on two items. I need a roller bag, you know. I need a roller bag. I need something to roll because my arm hurts a lot. Um, and I've always wanted to try PackSafe, right? These are the anti-theft backpacks. I've been wanting one for a long time. Um, I, I, have a, I, uh, uh, I, I met someone traveling who I stay in contact with. Actually, the, the girl from Australia and the guy from Vegas who I met in Chesky uh, uh, Krumlov in the Czech Republic, at a, at a hostel, right, he had pack safe stuff. You know, and it's got a lot of anti-theft features. It's rip-proof, uh, it's slash-proof, it's RFID-proof, you know, and I was like, man, I really want to try one of these bags, you know, just to kind of see what they're like, but they're expensive, and then I got online to look at them, which was probably a mistake, but I was like, oh, look, they got... Uh, they got... A new line coming out this year, the Eco Line Travel Adventure Eco Line bags, Pacsafe, P A C S A F. Um, They got a twenty-five liter and an eighteen liter, and I've kind of experienced both sizes, you know. Um, But that's because my uh, Osprey Daylight is an eighteen millimeter bag. 18 liter bag I'm sorry that's expandable into a um 24 liter but kind of some of the reviews on that were that the expandable sleeve the pleat itself you have to unzip it and it gets caught up on the zippers like and I kind of noticed that I don't think it's that big of a deal for an extra six liters when you need it um but all that being said, I was like, you know, I really want to try one of these pack safes. I, I like the idea of that extra security, and um, you know, I'm not ready re- ready to drop the money. But what can you do, right? So, uh, and then, so what can you do? All you can do is get the get the pack safe bag. Um, but it comes here. Here's my dilemma. Here, or should I say, here was my dilemma. Should I get the eighteen? liter or the 25 liter. Because it's not like it's expandable or no, it's just one or the other. Um, And then I, so here was my solution. I just bought both of them from Amazon knowing I can send one back. And then I'll figure out, tonight I'm going to figure out which one I'm going to work with. I'm actually thinking that the 18 liter is all I need because I'm traveling with less stuff. Um, And you know, the great thing about these Packsafe bags are, well, they're anti-theft. They have a lot of locking features on them. Uh, They're built more for kind of the urban international traveler. Uh, uh, And they're compartmentalized. Like they got, they're they're not high-end compartmentalized, like kind of your just straightforward urban laptop book bag like for a college student, you know, but it's not that big. So it doesn't need that much compartmentalization, but it's nice to have a little bit more. So it's nicer than my Osprey in that regard. I don't know if it's going to be as comfortable, but it has a number of other features that are very specific to traveling. Um, So this could be as close. I don't, I won't know till I try it. I won't know till I try it, uh, to the perfect bag, um, but I'm I'm starting to be pretty impressed with with them as I'm kind of going back and forth and figuring out which way to go, and I'm really liking the 18 millimeter. I'm sorry, I keep saying that the 18 liter bag because um, I know that's definitely going to work as a personal item. As yeah, and it's not overstuffed, which is kind of a good thing. Uh, it's got a great little handle on it. Uh, it's got outside. Uh, Water bottle, expand, uh, stretchable pockets. It, it's well put together. I'm, I'm actually really impressed with how well it's made. Uh, it did cost a lot, uh, and they don't stand up on their own. You know, that's kind of a, a thing that I'm really dealing with. I think if I pack it correctly, it would. But um, yeah, there's, you know. There's a lot of variables involved to the perfect bag. And in the end, it really is like what my friend said. It's about compromise, compromising. It's about really understanding what I don't want and what I'm willing to let go of. But, you know, some things like, you know, it's got to be comfortable. You can't give that up. And uh, it's got to be, well, the correct size. Uh, it's got to have the right compartmentalization. Right? It's got to be at the right cost. Like all these things make make what's called the perfect bag. Yeah, I think if you want a little more anti theft, you're gonna to have to go with an anti theft bag. And typically that means they're not as comfortable. I was pleasantly surprised with how comfortable the Osprey Daylight pack was is, um and I still use it, you know, but this year I'm trying I'm trying the pack safe with the smaller suitcase. Um and part of it, you know, I got a thing for bags. I got a thing for bags. I got a thing for coats. I got a thing for shoes and I have long hair. So, you know, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, this thing, this pack safe is, I'm, I'm really impressed. The Eco 18 liter, uh, it's surprisingly comfortable. It's got a lot of attachments, um, like places to hang stuff on the, on the, uh, the straps, the straps are pretty comfortable. It's uh, it's designed to release heat and back. Of course, it's got that one strap that unlocks that you can tie around a stationary object for extra security, which I think is such a great feature. Uh, it's got uh, an our RFID pouch, and then it's got a little bit of compartmentalization, which I think is great because I don't need a lot, but I need a little for pens and. Extra slaps and it's got the external water bottle cages. So uh I'm pretty excited. I'm pretty excited about this trip, my friends. This is going to be really cool. I'm excited to travel with less. Uh, and I'm excited to try out these very specific uh, anti-theft travel backpack. This travel backpack by PackSafe. I have one of their smaller over-the-shoulder bags that I think is just phenomenal. I took it to Nepal last year, and it was so great because it's like a little day kicker, you know. It just straps across my shoulder, and it's just, oh. I mean, it's small, but it actually held a lot of stuff. Um, But, you know, I mean, I could take it. I could throw it in my suitcase, and then then I kind of got a day bag to carry around. But you know what I noticed... Last year, having my Porter 46, the Osprey Daylight, and this extra PackSafe pack, um, was that, man, I just kept constantly taking stuff out of one bag and putting it in another, and I couldn't find stuff, and there were a couple days where I kind of forgot some stuff, and I was like, you know what, I can't do this anymore, I just need one bag that has a little more compartmentalization, um, So, yeah, yeah, the hunt for the perfect bag. Does it exist? I don't really know. Um, A lot of people tell me it doesn't. Uh, And, yeah, it's kind of a weird thing. I mean, what does that really mean, the perfect bag? Well, that means the perfect bag for me, okay? Um, And, you know, one of the features I like is a bag that stands up. And part of this is that I don't have two hands, so I don't want to put my bag on the ground and have it fall over. And now I've just learned as a one-handed international solo traveler, I basically don't put my bag on the ground and I have to be mindful because if I take off my, my backpack to get something out of it, you know, my hand is occupied. So I'm used to putting stuff on the ground so I can manipulate whatever my wallet or my phone or my gimbal, but you know, all that's got to change, um, yeah, the perfect bag. Wow, the perfect size, the perfect compartmentalization, the perfect comfort, the perfect price, the perfect features. <laughs> I'd say all in all, I am very impressed with Osprey as a general whole. Even their urban backpacks are the bomb. Uh, I Really, I am an Osprey user I'm a fan. I most of the bags I have are all spray and I don't think I'll change that much, but I've been wanting to try PackSafe just for an anti-theft safety thing and we're going to give it a go, my friends. So there it is, podcast. Uh is it 308? I believe it is. Yeah, the perfect bag. Uh okay, folks, that was a little longer than I wanted, but why not? Why not? And I'm going to bring this to a close. Uh, and then the last podcast that I'm offering uh, is podcast number 309. That is countdown, Kathmandu, or is it Kathmandu countdown? I don't know. It's just basically my last podcast I'm going to post in uh, that that is kind of projected for the future, and it's really about these last couple of days as I'm counting down my trip to Kathmandu. Okay, my friends, today's Daylight Savings, uh, March 12th, uh, and I went to bed super late and then I was forced to get up an hour early, so I I am a little tired, Um, but I'm going to get all these up uh, here in the next couple days and then I'll just run them out and then I'll be recording podcasts while I am in Kathmandu that I'll post upon my return. I'm not quite sure what date that's going to be. Let me see. I get back on the. I get back on the fourth, uh, and then Wednesday the fifth will be podcast three oh nine countdown to Kathmandu. So that's the fifth. Um, yeah, the twelfth will be my first podcast about my about basically what's been going on in Kathmandu. There are always great stories and experiences coming out of Kathmandu, Nepal, my friends. Okay, Um, there it is. You know what? I'm just going to bring this one to a close and call it a podcast. And then, uh, yeah, you know what? Be bold, my friends. Be bold, be courageous, and live the life that you want. See, I told you. He's strange and wonderful. Hey, thanks for tuning in. This is Alejandro with One Hand Speaks. Find me online at onehandspeaks.com and all your social media outlets.